0: Hi, this is Adam Bergman. On today's Adam Talks, I'm going to talk about how to tap into your 401k to pay personal expenses. So most people believe that when they contribute to a 401k or participate in a 401k plan with an employer, that they can automatically just take the money out of the plan whenever they want. Unfortunately, that's not the case. People get confused between an individual retirement account, an IRA, which you can tap into anytime you want. You just have to pay tax and a 10% penalty if you're under 59 and a half for whatever you take out, or just tax when you're over 59 and a half. But a 401k, which is an employer-sponsored defined contribution plan, has different rules. And unfortunately, if you're under 59 and a half, you're going to be limited on what you can pull from the plan. So there's something called triggering plan event or plan triggering rules. And basically, you need to satisfy plan triggering rules in order to tap into your money. So people always tell me, well, I don't understand. It's my money. I put this money into the 401k. I see my name on the statement. It's my money. Why can't I touch it? And the answer is the government is protecting us from ourselves. They want to incentivize all of us to save for retirement. They don't want us to be a burden on the state. They don't want us to exclusively rely on Social Security. So they're saying, listen. We got to protect you from yourself. We can't let you just raid your 401k and tap into it and pull it out for whatever you want, whether it's a real and necessary expense or it's just something you want to do personally. But we're going to give you certain exceptions called hardship rules that if you satisfy, we will let you tap into your 401k, but you still have to pay tax on what you pull out, but you'll escape the 10% penalty. So, Let's just start with the plan triggering event. So if you satisfy the plan triggering rules, you can tap into your 401k okay, and grab whatever you want. You still may have to pay tax and 10% penalty, but actually probably not 10% penalty. If you're over 59 and a half, you'll probably just pay tax, but we'll see how it works. So the three triggering rules or events are if you're over 59 and a half, you can take whatever you want out. All you need to do is just you can roll it over to an IRA tax-free, or if you want to take it and use it, you just pay tax. If it's a Roth, you're likely not going to pay tax. You just need to pull it out so long as the Roth's been open also five years. If you leave your job, if you leave your job, that's a triggering event. You'll be able to roll it over to another IRA or 401k tax-free. If you want to just tap into it to use it for personal purposes, if you're under 59.5, tax, 10% penalty. Company terminates the plan meaning they just cut the plan, whether it's a merger, change of control event, or just scrap it, you can roll that money out to another plan, you'll get access to it, tax-free rollover, or you can do a taxable distribution if you're under 59 and a half, 10% tax, and tax, over 59, just tax, okay? So that's the triggering rules. What happens if you're 45, 50, 35, and you need money, the company's not cutting the plan, and you're staying in your job? What are your options? So you have several options. Number one is you can satisfy what's called a hardship distribution rule. Hardship distribution rule is a set of thresholds that if you satisfy, you can pull the money out subject to tax, not a 10% penalty. And they're basically health, right? Medical expenses above 7.5% of your AGI, but they need to be reasonable. They need to be necessary. Okay. You can't just, you have to show that you have really no other sources to pay for those expenses, so it's not enough to say, hey, yeah, I got 100 grand in the bank account. I don't really want to use it because I need that to buy my, my Porsche. But I got this money in my 401K. I got some health stuff coming on. It's going to tap into it. No. The plan administrator is going to need you as the participant and the request door of the money to prove that you really have no other viable sources to pay for that expense. So the burden's on you. And they're gonna want documentation because they have to prove to the IRS if audited that they allowed you to take the hardship distribution and it was qualified. So you really need to prove you have no other sources, um, and that's really it. You, you, they will take into account facts and circumstances, like for example, your money's tied up, you can't touch it, even though it's there, it's not really yours, and that's why you can't use it. They'll look into all those circumstances, but you really need to show it's a real and immediate need, okay, and a real immediate financial need. Um, there's a ten thousand dollar threshold uh, well ten thousand dollar allowance for uh, home buyers if you haven't lived in a primary residence if you haven't owned a home for two prior years it's limited to 10 grand there's educational expenses there is divorce separation um, alimony there's different those are the main um, thresholds it's death disability health education ten thousand dollars for a home If you haven't lived in a uh, haven't owned a home for two prior years, if that's not if you don't satisfy those thresholds, you're not going to satisfy the hardship. So what happens now? You don't satisfy hardship. You're under fifty nine and a half for your options. There's something called equal periodic payments. There's under section seventy two of the tax code. What that means is you could apply or or apply into this. exemption to the 10 percent penalty you still have to pay tax but what it is is it allows you to take a stream of income over either up until you're 59 and a half or five years okay whatever is less so if it's five if you're 56 it's five years if you're 51 it's two or 59 and a half. and that gives you a small amount of money each year it's based off a expectancy table and it's based off an amortization schedule you pick that's going to let you pick a certain amount of money um each year. So if you have about 400 grand, if you look at an example in the Treasury regs, it's about 10 or 11 grand out of that 400. So it's about you know, close to 3%. You can pull out up until you're 595 half You still have to pay tax, but you get around the 10% penalty. Okay, so now you're under 59.5, no triggering event, you're still with your job. Hardship rules don't apply because you can't make uh, a case for a hardship. You don't want to do the substantial uh, or the equal periodic payments. What else can you do? The loan is really your only other way. If your plan document allows for a loan feature or they offer the loan feature, you can borrow 50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less, pay back over five years, okay, at least quarterly. You can pay back shorter, monthly, weekly, uh, could be usually done by payroll, uh, but the longest duration is quarterly. At an interest rate of at least prime, which as of July 23, 2019, is 5.5%. That should go down as interest rates drop, which is expected. And that's what you pay back. It's a straight-line loan. includes amortized interest and principal. The good thing is you can use the loan for any purpose. Pay off credit card debt. Pay off education expenses. Buy yourself a car or buy yourself, buy your spouse uh, a car. Go on vacation. Buy your kids baseball cards. Whatever you want, you can do. But you got to pay it back timely, at least quarterly. Okay? And the good thing is the money that you've paid back is actually benefiting your plan, right? Because... If you're doing a 5.5% interest rate, that is going to go back into your plan. So it's actually mutually beneficial. It's beneficial to you because you are able to tap into your money, not pay tax or penalty on that money, and then the payments go back to your plan. So 5.5% return isn't horrible. It's not maybe 15%, but on down years where the SP 500 or the Dow is negative or below 5.5%, it's not a horrible deal. You get tax free use of the money, use the money for any purpose. And you're paying yourself back, but it has to be paid back. If you miss payments and you can't correct them, tax 10% penalty. If you're under 50 on half on whatever you haven't paid. So you just got to check with your plan administrator. Some plans allow for multiple loans, but you can't ever go above 50,000 or 50% of your account value. That means if you have a million dollars, you can max, you can borrow 50 grand. If you have 200 grand, max, you can borrow 50 grand. If you have 60 grand, max, you can borrow 30 grand, but you can use it for any purpose. So those are the main ways you can tap into your 401k. I know it's strange and people are like, it doesn't make sense. I can't believe it's my money. I can tap into my IRA anytime I want. It's not fair. I should be able to tap into my 401k. Agreed. The government's trying to protect us from ourselves, even though it's our money, technically and directly. They're saying, well, it's not yours until you take a distribution and we're going to control the distribution rules. So just to recap, if you're over 59 and a half, leave your job, okay, or the company it's the plan you have a triggering event you can tap into your money under 59 and a half you got to satisfy a hardship you can elect to do the equal periodic payments under section 72 you can elect to do a loan if it's available or one other if you're over 55 and a half or over 55 you can take an early retirement distribution meaning you can take the money out without 10 percent penalty but you need to be over 55 and you need to leave your job. If you're over 55 and stay with the company, you're not going to satisfy the rules for early retirement. So now you have to look at the hardship or the loan because the triggering events aren't going to apply because you're under 59 and a half. So those are the main items to consider if you need to tap money into your 401k. The loan works well because you are paying yourself back and you're not paying tax or penalty. The distributions sometimes work best if you are in dire financial straits You're not probably going to be able to pay back a loan. So the hardship may be your best bet. There's nothing wrong with taking a hardship distribution. God willing, we never have to do it. But if you do, it's there for you. The rules are there to benefit you. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, It's just the way it is, okay? And the tax on the distribution may not be so heartbreaking because – or bone-breaking because – Your tax rate is probably pretty low if you need the money so badly. Maybe you've been laid off or you're in some financial trouble. Your tax rate will be low, so absorbing that tax on the distribution may not be a killer. You do save the 10% penalty, and you do get to use money for whether it's emergency medical or, or education expenses or whatever. As long as you satisfy the hardship, you can do it. The so the equal periodic payments could work. If you just need a little bit of money, about 3%, uh, that will get around the 10% penalty. If you're over 55 and leave your job, you can do the early retirement, save the 10% penalty, still pay tax. And if you're over 59 and a half, you can do what you want. One other thing. Distribution and rollover rules is kind of the same. If you're under 59 and a half and you want to roll money to an IRA to do a self directed IRA to buy real estate, guess what? You can't do it. You need to trigger an event. So you got to leave your job, or wait till you're 59 and a half so unfortunately it's your money but it's really not your money it's not your money until you're over 59 and a half you satisfy a hardship you satisfy a triggering rule or you satisfy the equal periodic or you can hop opt into a loan where you get access to that cash without tax or penalty otherwise you just got to do the waiting game keep putting money putting money into the plan it's going to work for you As Warren Buffett says, compounding, return, eighth wonder of the world. That's how the rich get richer and the wealthy get wealthier. Let the money work with you without tax. But things do happen. Emergencies happen. Financial needs occur. And financial emergencies do happen. There's nothing to be ashamed of. We've all been there. We've all lived through 2008, 2001 sure we're gonna get another one at some point and it's okay if you need to um, just know what the rules are what you need to do to satisfy the hardship distributions is there a better way maybe the loan works maybe doing an equal periodic payment works if you do the equal periodic payment you got to stay you can't go above or beyond and you're stuck taking that amount out to your fifty-nine and a half. a half so remember that if you do the loan you got to make the payments back or you're gonna pay subject to tax or penalty so Words for the wise, try, 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 try to with withstand not taking the money out of the plan because it's gonna work for you, it's gonna grow without tax, but emergencies happen. If you have to, if you're over fifty-nine and a half, you will be able to get the money out without tax or penalty. Under fifty-nine and a half, you'll have the hardship option, the equal periodic payment option, the early retirement option if you're over fifty-five and leave your job, or the loan. Those are really your only ways to get money and to tap money out of your 401k. Otherwise, you're just going to have to wait until you're 59 and a half. Adam Bergman, uh, Ira Financial, hope you found this uh, podcast helpful, uh, interesting, um, and insightful. And uh, until next time, thanks for listening and watching.